It's This Week in Bourbon, and everything's on fire. And here's your headlines for July 14th, 2023. Sazerac wins a no-contest lawsuit against another company selling miniature gift sets of Weller. Evan Williams Bourbon Experience has a new experience called Bourbon Boot Camp. And New Rift Distilling is announcing its Sour Mash Single Malt Project. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. And they're off for another Gift 270 2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 0002703. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or thebourbonconcierge.com and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Well, it's that time once again. It's This Week in Bourbon. It's your favorite news roundup of everything bourbon happening across the landscape of, well, whiskey and bourbon. But well, Ryan I and I here, everybody's yeah. favorite news outlet. It's like, it's got to be way better than any other news outlet. I, I, I mean, it's kind of like if you look at the late night talk shows and they do that monologue where they talk about stuff that's relevant and happening. I feel like that's us. Yeah, we're just way funnier, way wittier. No, <laughs> yeah. We're terrible. <laughs> You get you're looking at the two writers right here that just think of everything up on the fly. That's right, and mm-hmm. we may or may have an intelligent opinion on it or not. <laughs> well, we'll give you our opinion. That's for sure. What's on fire? Everything. <laughs> Everything's on fire. Well, that's what. It just if anybody had looked at my Instagram story this past week, I have been trying to get myself up to. Let's say more than educated on international building codes, international fire codes, Kentucky building code, national fire protection agency codes, just to see if like everything we're doing for pursuit spirits is right. And I think we are, I think we can, I'm pretty sure we can get away with, you know, doing the the thing that I think we can do and the space that we're going to need and knowing our maximum allowable quantities to make sure that we're not hitting high hazard area and knowing like it's crazy. There's so many 
things that I've been able to point out that says when you're building all this, that anything in a wooden cask, if it's spirits or wine, is actually exempt from fire codes. And I'm going like, this is pretty amazing and crazy. So it's just a lot of stuff to learn. I'm sure you're going to get an email that says, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the crazy thing is that when you start looking and you can go on the websites for everything too, and they have a whole section on interpretation. And so everything is based on interpretation on how you take the rules and what you're doing. And so it's fun to see how that all plays out. But who knows? We'll, we'll find out. The hard way. The hard way. It's... It's all just time right now that's being invested into it. Well, and money. Well, tons of money. Hopefully not tons of money. Maybe maybe that's the other way. Just feels like it. Yeah, it's constant. Just chucking money at the problem and hopefully something comes out the other end. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, here, let's talk about some upcoming stuff, at least that I know I have going on. So... If you are in the Columbus area, I will be presenting to cows. It's not the moo, but it's the Central Ohio Whiskey Society. And that's going to be happening on August 9th. So if you are in the Ohio area and you are in Central Ohio, in Columbus, you're a part of cows. Please come to the event. Love to be able to have you there. And then if you can't make it or you're not a part of it, or maybe you're inside of cows and you want to even get further in depth with it, I'm going to be doing a pairing dinner at Milestone 229 on August 10th. Tickets to that will be available to be coming soon. The cost is going to be somewhere between $100 to $125 a head, but it's a complete pairing dinner. Uh, the chef has been putting some really cool things together, all four different, uh, should I say, all the United Expressions, plus there will be a welcome cocktail that's none other than Ryan's famous bourbon mojito. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm going to miss out on this one. At the The... Chef looks amazing there. I was looking at the menu and their current offerings. That place looks great. So, and you know, I'm a foodie, so this is right up my alley, but I hope the bourbon mojito turns out. It's not me making it, but I'm sure more, somebody more qualified will (laughs) will probably make it better and maybe have some suggestions to make it better. So yeah, that'll be a fun one. Those food pairings are a lot of fun because, you know, a lot of people just automatically think wine is like the only thing, but the more and more I drink bourbon and maybe it's just my palate's been ruined by bourbon and that's all but it really does pair well with food it's amazing quite amazing so uh that'll be in a great event i mean i can pair anything with bourbon like give me some cinnabons give me some i don't know some raisin canes sauce i'll i'll figure it out (laughs) it's all the same result at the end of the day (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you're really going to it's really going to test me because it's one of those things I'm actually going to start doing it at home. I'm going to whenever I'm making for dinner, I'm going to start pairing something bourbon with it, see if I can pull out the flavors and do whatever. So I don't look like a jackass when I'm in front good, of people. A good starting point is a uh, Peggy Knows book. Um, oh, yeah, you that? read that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, do I what pork? What fork do I pair with my bourbon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. That's a good starting point and reference for people. I know it how to start pairing and whatnot and what foods typically go well with each other. So it's a good starting point for for folks if they're interested in that. Totally. I'll let you borrow my uh, copy. Yeah, please do. Uh, other things I should probably just mention. So if you're going to be in Highlands Ranch, Colorado, Oakton Smoked is happening tomorrow on 
July 15th. So go and check out all of our ambassadors that'll be there. Again, I'll be at the Texas Package Store Association Trade Show on July 30th. And then I just added this to my calendar. I'm going to be in Vegas for my actual work. But I just found out the ADI conference is going to be happening there at the same exact time. And I'm going to go there for one day and check out the expo floor and stuff like that. So if you're going to be at the ADI conference, try to find me on the 23rd of August and, and come say hi. Yeah. I'm, I want to be in Colorado this time of year. That's like the best time. So whiskey and yeah, for Oak and Smoked, that'd be a good, good one. Hey, you got some really cool names for events out there, but you ready to start hitting with the bourbon news? Let's do it. All right, here we go. So Liberty Pulse Spirits, it's a seven-year-old family-owned whiskey distillery. They're based out of Pennsylvania. They're announcing their grand opening of their new state-of-the-art, quote, whiskey campus. And it's nestled amidst the rolling hills of southwestern Pennsylvania. And this is going to be an impressive array of features that will captivate a full range of whiskey enthusiasts. The new production facility consists of four 1,000-gallon fermenters along with a 1,000-gallon cooker supplied by Deutsch Beverage Technologies of Charlotte, North Carolina. The facility also boasts two large pot stills, a 1,000-gallon shipping still from Vendome, and a 600-gallon spirit still from Specific Mechanical of Victoria, British Columbia. The five-story barrel warehouse stands as proof of their desire to create the ultimate aging environment for their whiskeys. And one of the few five-story rickhouses outside of Kentucky and Indiana, it's an investment in a tried-and-true whiskey aging environment and illustrates their commitment to producing exceptional whiskeys. The doors of the Whiskey Campus will be open to the public starting Saturday, July 15th at noon, inviting all to embark on a one-of-a-kind journey into the world of Liberty Pole Spirits. All right. Well, congratulations. That sounds expensive. A lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure they're anxious to see it. Start, get up and running, start making some money. Get some tourism oh, dollars in there. Yeah, um, it's been one of those things. Like We typically don't talk about all the craft brands that do stuff like this, but Liberty Pole has been uh, very kind to us over the years. So I want to give them a shout out and say congratulations on uh, this monumental change because I know it's a, it's a big push to be able to do something like this. Yeah, that's awesome. Excited to see it. Congratulations and go check it out if you're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So here was the first headline is that whiskey producer Sazerac, you know them, Fireball and everything else going on. They have emerged triumphant in a lawsuit against Allocated Liquors LLC, which when I first read this, I was like against Allocated Liquor. I was like, oh, no, that's the actual company. It's called Allocated Liquors. And they're receiving $30,000 in damages. So Allocated is a liquor distribution company, and it found itself in hot water after it says, quote, selling counterfeit whiskey, but I don't know if it's counterfeit, but it says that appeared to be on Sazerac expensive, and it says highly rare W.L. Weller bourbons on its website. So Allocated sold miniature bottles of, quote, gift sets of Weller. Here's the problem, though, is that Sazerac has never actually produced or sold many bottles, many bottles of Weller. So they tried to figure out where it came from, and it's an unlikely unlikely source. It turns out it comes from Etsy, the popular e-commerce website used for selling jewelry, clothing, decor, furniture, and all that sort of stuff. It's unclear what was in the miniature bottles, but if I had to guess, they probably are filling them with Weller. But once Sazerac became aware of Allocated's unauthorized sale of it, it sent the distributor a cease and desist letter demanding Allocated to stop selling Weller-branded bourbons and disclose the source of the Weller or just to close the source of the, what's inside the, inside the bottles. Allocated complied, removing the Weller and other Sazerac products from its website and explaining that it had purchased around 10 sets 
of miniature Weller bottles from an Etsy seller about a year ago, and now they had three sets left in stock, in which the company said it discarded and declined to provide any additional details. The outcome for Sazerac was positive, but not perfect. The company actually sought between $40,000 and $200,000 in damages, but received only $30,000, and it had its two additional requests denied, a permanent injunction to have its turning fees covered as well. I've seen, they've had Weller mini bottles, like airplane bottles. I've seen those, I think. Have they? I don't know if they have. Maybe not. Maybe it's just pints I've seen. Um, Let's see. I know they do the blends. WL Weller. Um, Yes, they definitely do it for that. But uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking. Let's see. Oh, they had some. It looks like they did back in the '90s. Okay. I thought. Yeah, I thought they did back back at some point. They yeah. back in the '90s. They did because I can see. I just went up on like there's a website and it has a old scripty label with a tax stamp on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think that's '90s. That's probably tax stamp days yeah that's a big no-no you can't uh, just make up somebody's product and you know and just start filling it with crap and selling it <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> maybe to your buddies but not as a legit business yeah i would probably advise against doing that so not surprising they had to pay some damages and i doubt those kits sold anywhere close to thirty thousand. Oh no! Worth. Yeah, it's that's that's a hard lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, do it for Christmas gifts to your employees, but not don't sell it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, here's the next one, and that's you know, smelling like bourbon is usually frowned upon, especially when it's engaged in certain activities like driving, sitting for a job interview, or attending a kid's nine a.m. birthday party. But sometimes that familiar aroma is exactly what you need to tie an outfit together or to spice things up for a date. So here's Ode to Oak, a new bourbon-based fragrance line from a Kentucky whiskey expert. Uh, and this is a new perfume and from a new company from, of course, Jackie Zykin. She has degrees in biology and chemistry, and her career has taken her to nearly every corner of the American whiskey world. She once served as, of course, master to taste her Old Forester. She's a master blender at Hidden Barn Whiskey, and we've been on the, she's been on the show plenty of times. And with a finely tuned sensory skill, she's now turned her attention to fragrances and colognes and perfumes that are highly traditional based on neutral alcohols, uh, neutral, sorry, neutral alcohols, but infused with scents. So Zykin has put her own twist on the category by building these fragrances on a foundation of bourbon. And it receives the bulk of its ar- aromatic qualities from maturing at oak barrels. Hence, they have notes of vanilla, spice, fruits, herbs, and florals. And Ode to Oak that includes several fragrances available in 15 milliliter rollers and 30 milliliter atomizers with names like Feral Gent and Walk of Shame. Each comes with descriptions similar to those you might find on your whiskey bottle. I'm sure you're, they would do a sweet oak for you, right? You know, I, I mean, I should probably go ahead and trademark that before she steals it. Yeah. I'm a, this is a cool idea. I mean, they're fragrances. I'm, I'm very, I guess it's my nose. I have a sensitive nose and maybe, but I, I just, I can smell like perfumes and colognes from like ways away. And it just like, I'm like, oh, it's just too overpowering. So I'd be interested to see how subtle or overpowering these aromas are. Because you'd be like, yeah. sorry, officer. Um, <laughs> this is my ode to oak, not. <laughs> <laughs> That's your way to get out of it. But like, it's just the cologne, sir. Don't worry about it. It's my sweet oak cologne. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't worn cologne in decades, I guess. Uh, but you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there. And 
when you go into Christmas and Father's Day time, this is definitely one of those things that you can say, hey, I know you like bourbon. Here's another bourbon thing. Yeah. It's one of those like get. trinkets or fun gifts you can just give like, you know, someone's a bourbon lover. Just like, haha. Instead of, you know, the 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 ice rocks or whatever kind of died oh, off. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised nobody's done this before. It's, I know. It's, I, it's a good idea. It is. I like it. I like the atomizer thing. I could do that. Just have my house smell like whiskey, like a Rick house all the time. See, there we go. I think I think there's more room for that yeah. because my wife hates candles. We don't have any candles in the house. Don't burn candles. She's just Lauren's just deathly afraid of because what? How many stories do you read of a house burning down because somebody just left well, a candle? Just burning tell her you know all the fire codes and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like we have one hour fire ready to drive all everywhere, Lauren. We got at least an hour to get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's definitely afraid of it. But yeah, those atomizers, those are those are a good way to just kind of like have it just kind of, you know, seep into the room. Or it's a great way that she just needs to get on this. And then all of a sudden, what are those people that do like the, the plug-in ones? The Like Glades? Glades, yeah. <laughs> You just could get, get acquired by Glade. Yeah. Or take over essential oils, you know, because everybody puts those in those like itemizers, vaporizer, whatever. This could take over. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather have bourbon than lavender. And yeah. Lavender never go. really makes me more peaceful or sleep better, as they say. <laughs> it's supposed to, but it doesn't work. No. <laughs> I like Brian Vaughn. He says, I'm not day drinking. It's cologne. That's right. There's your there's your new tagline there, Jackie. Run with it. All right. So our last one here is that Evan Williams Bourbon Experience. Well, they have a, I guess you could call it a new experience, and it's called Bourbon Boot Camp. And you get to work side by side with Evan Williams Bourbon Experience artisanal distillery team from grain to barrel. Your group will also get a chance to sign that day's barrel before it heads off to one of the aging Rick houses. And you also get to top off a hard day's work with some breakfast. So it you get there's a six guest maximum and it's priced at six hundred dollars. I think that's per person. And participants must be at least twenty-one years of age and physically be able to lift at least fifty pounds. It's a four hour experience, and of course, appropriate shoes and clothing must be worn. And if I remember correctly, I think it starts at around like seven in the morning. Where was this at again? Sorry. This is at the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience oh, okay. in downtown Louisville. So you pre so do you pre buy the barrel for six hundred bucks a piece or no 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 you don't get to buy the barrel you get to be a part of the distillation of the barrel. oh okay I sorry I don't know how like YouTubers and this and that check comments and then listen and try I was trying to read <laughs> comments while listening to you and I totally blanked out but anyways okay I'm I'm, I'm with you now put it this way it's it's the same exact thing remember when I put it out to our Patreon community and I said hey. Would you all be interested in ever just like coming to help us bottle one day? And people were raising their hands left and right, going, "Yeah, I'd love to do that. That sounds amazing." And yeah, I'll I'll send you, I'll send you home with a bottle. Here, you get to go and grind corn and mash it up and put it inside of a still and then put it inside of a barrel. Sign your name on the barrel and then walk away. And you're going to pay six hundred dollars to do that. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is that there's there's this whole drive of like wanting to do like new and different, interesting things. And so it's like, hey, you want to you want to see it's like being on the I guess you'd call it the front lines of bourbon. Here it is. Yeah, I guess it'd be a nice immersive experience to understand all the processes and whatnot. I guess we're we've seen it so much. It's like lost its appeal. But uh, this could backfire, though, too. They could be like. 
that's it <laughs> you know <laughs> that's, that's that's the romance of distilling i i still think no that I'm it's gonna kidding. do it's gonna do well because it's not gonna be something that you do a lot but i think you I, actually what it would probably be really good for is people that think they want to get into being a distiller and then you can go and spend your time doing this and you go well I see what it's like now, day in, day out. Do doing they, this. Do, I'm assuming. That you, did you say what type of still they have? Is it a pot still there or a column? Well, at everyone's bourbon experience. Yeah. I believe it's a pot still that okay. they have there. I've yeah, we've been through and toured and seen the glass wall. Well, that might be a little more interesting because I mean, not that columns aren't, but they're they pretty much run themselves. Pot still is like a you know a true craft and art, so that that'd be more exciting. Yeah. Which I know it says it's a four hour experience. So I don't know exactly at what point are you actually grinding the corn? Are you doing the the milling? Are you doing the mashing and then the distillation? I don't know if you can do all that in four hours. So I would imagine that there's probably going to be some steps that you're going to skip in the process and expedite it. Yeah, I'm sure you'll start a fermentation run, but you'll have one you can pull from to put it in the, you know, the, the still and whatnot. Yeah, I kind of forgot you're gonna about wait the three days three day fermentation process. <laughs> yeah, well, you we got to camp out for. Three. Yeah. We got you a cot set up here in the back. <laughs> That's right. Just to make sure you get the just the right amount of uh, buildup on top there. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the news. Stick with us. We'll be back with some bourbon release news. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus Magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. All right, everybody. So you heard some bourbon news, but you're probably going, just tell me what bottles to buy. I've, I've seen the seen the distillation i've been on tours i just want to see what the end product is and here you go so preservation distillery they're coming out with a new edition of very old saint nick and it's called immaculata and this is one of their limited edition release bourbons so known for their skilled blending preservation has released their uh immaculata consistent with its many expressions of american whiskey 
Maculata utilizes a base of 15-year-old non-chill filtered bourbon at cash strength between 150 and 120 proof. Created in 1986 under the same ownership for over 30 years, Old St. Nick is not an old brand resurrected or a craft story to make a new sound old, but it has exciting small releases for many years of methodically collecting vintage stocks and barrels that are now coming of age. Uh, and it's also going to have a price tag of $259. That is true. They've had some in, some impressive stocks of just great whiskey throughout the years. Um, it's that, I mean... I've had some that are just fantastic. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I've got some of those little tiny, uh, yeah. what, 375 versions of them. And yeah, absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal whiskey that they've been able to yeah, I saw this one. get and hold on to. You got a bottle of it maybe, and it's like 15-year-old or something. Was it, is that what they said? Uh, this one? Yeah. Yeah, so we do have a bottle of this that was sent to us. It's actually sitting at the warehouse ready for us to start Whiskey Quickie reviewing it soon. Oh, I'm excited. Can't wait to try it. Yeah, so add that to the bucket there. So here's our next one is that Limestone Branch, their master distiller, Stephen Beam, who you heard on the podcast before, is announcing their 2020 release of Yellowstone Limited Edition Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. But this latest bourbon features a blend of seven, 13, and 16-year age bourbons finished in Tokai casks. And Tokai is a traditional sweet wine from that from the Tokai region. Or is it? Yeah, I think it's Tokai because it's like Takaji, but that's not how you say it. It's Tokai. It's the region of Hungary made exclusively from white wine grapes. It's bottled 101 proof, has a limited allocation of 10,000 six or sorry, 10,000 cases that are three in a, three per case. Uh, so I guess you could say 30,000 bottles and has a suggested retail price of $100 and it will start shipping out this August. Didn't take long for those Penelope concepts to infiltrate the Luxro portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Finish it all. I'm Make sure. It. I'm sure Stephen Beam calls it Takaji because that's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, out of, I actually did like the Penelope Takai or whatever the hell he said. It was a nice fruity, made made the rye, you know, that typically I do not like MGP rye. Um, but the, the, the Kai adds this nice fruitiness to it to kind of tame down like those like harsh spices and whatnot that you usually get with those in the spearmint of 95.5 rye. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I like it. Yep. So we'll just, I don't know how you find the Takai barrels. I've never really asked for them, but maybe you something we got to look into. Yeah, well, something we have to look into because if it's a if it's a hot thing, well, we want to make sure we're also looking at the hot thing too. Mm. You know, I've I've tried to cow. I, I still think Sherry's the preferred finishing for rise, at least for mm -hmm. ours, anyways. So yeah, well, it's and here's the thing: is maybe we shouldn't chase the trend. You know, everybody's going after the Ambarana thing. Everybody's going after the cigar blend thing, like. Let's let's go the other way, and I think we'll be able to create something different. Man, so Brian did a blind tasting of like one Columbia Oak and then four different Ambaranas. Like I had no idea what they are, and instantly I could smell them. And I have no idea how people like that stuff. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> zero clue. Like I am, I don't know. Maybe my palate is just strange, but it does not like Ambarana stuff. It is terrible. <laughs> Well, that's what we said. We'll, we'll, if everybody's going that way, we'll go the other way. I know way. it's all subjective, but I cannot do it. It is. Ooh. <laughs> Anyways, it'll be a funny reel. He's coming out with. So. 
Uh, well, if I had to guess, and by the way, everybody that's out there that's come out with Amberana finishes, we still love you. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's all subjective. I, and there's a flavor for everyone. It's just not for me. Yeah, I would, if I had to guess, because this is not something that's for, I feel it's polarizing, but I think it'll be one of the trends that die the quickest. I don't know. There's The people that like it love, love it, so I think there's always going to be a market for it. I feel like it's going to be comparable to Dickel. It's like people that like it, like it. People that hate it, hate it. And there's just exactly in the middle. And But now I got like some of my friends that were, you know, five years ago were like, oh, I really, that Tennessee Dickel. And now they're like buying the 17 year and 12 year. And they're like, this stuff's pretty good. And I was like, I know we were, I was trying to tell you that like 10 years ago. And you're like, <laughs> put your nose in. And now you're like, it's, it's good. <laughs> You're just a trendsetter. That's, that's what happens when you're ahead of your time. No, I'm I'm not. There's people that are trendset that I follow from that I follow them. So I'm just a I'm just a mooch. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Last news article, and that's New Riff. They're announcing their Sour Mash single malt project. This is an unprecedented exploration into the intersection of malted barley and sour mash whiskey coming together. So a proactive riff on a very old tradition, New Riff began distilling batches of malt whiskey back in 2014 in the first six months of the distillery's history, with the first batch set to debut this fall. The concept is inspired by the Celtic tradition, also by New Riff head distillers Brian Sprance's 15-year of professional brewing experience, encompassing nearly every style of modern beer. Through the reimagination of both old world and new world beer styles, the New Rift Distilling Team set out to produce a whiskey that showcased all the wonderful malted varieties they've experienced as brewers. The distillery has six different malt whiskey mash bills that will be blended into a range of New Rift malt whiskeys. The mash bills include whiskeys made with 100% Golden Promise, Maris Otter, Chevalier, Cavalier, whatever it is, heirloom malted barleys, as well as mash bills inspired by a peated Scottish barley and two beer-inspired mash bills based on classic barley wine and Belgian quadruple recipes. Each offers a very distinct flavor profile, and the malt whiskeys have matured in a variety of barrels, ranging from new charred oak, de-charred toasted oak, red wine cask, Portuguese brandy cask, classic sherry oak casks, and more. And their mash, sorry, their mash single malt will be bottled at cash strength, and like all New Earth products, without filtration. But however, more information on this offering will be released in the upcoming months. So they're all single malts, right? Basically, just different for it. It's like six different single malts and different casks, and they're just going to just go ham with it and blend it all together. It's going to be like a spaghetti of malt whiskey. <laughs> spaghetti. I mean, I, th this is another trend that would be interesting to see what it, how it plays out. You know, it's all these companies coming out with these these malts i think it's very regional and very but there's i think there's definitely a market for it it's not for me like it, there's some that are okay but i'm not like oh man i just can't wait to sit with my single malt but everything new riff puts out is pretty damn good except for that that peated one that one way i just could not do it was that's just me and pete i think that's probably if you like pete and amber Honor, you're in the same like <laughs> like that's your in the same wheelhouse. Yeah, that's your like that's your jam, but uh, that's just not me. But yeah, this is a long way to say it's they're probably good for because new, new riffs always puts a good stuff. What I can't appreciate about this though is that 
they were a little ahead of the time. So they were doing this back in 2014. Yeah. Just not sourcing or doing this. Like it's all their stuff. So that's why I'm excited to be able to try it. So it's really cool. Like I said, this is, it goes against my, my inner, I guess you could say, uh, operations like handbook of saying like, let's be consistent. And they're like, I got an idea. How about six different mash bills with 14 different casks and we'll just figure that shit out later. Yeah. It's a fascinating, you know, <laughs> the the new customer does not like consistency. It's just like, they just don't want things to taste the same. It's, 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 it's a weird, there's definitely a market of people who just like, I just want the, that. And I know it's going to be the same, but the people who we appeal to definitely do not like consistency. <laughs> so no. you're always having to pivot and try to find an angle and a different flavor profile that they'll be interested and excited about. Cause they're like, yeah, I like that one, but I've already had it. And you're like, well, why don't you buy it again if you like it? <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but yeah, that doesn't make sense. But that's the that's the new consumer. It's chasing the shiny red ball. Yep, pretty much. That's what you have to do: constant innovation or finishing or whatever you're going to call it. It's all the same. Okay. Well, actually, what Drifting Dram says in here. Let's just let's just stick with the buzzword. We'll just call it reimagination. I like that. Reimagination. <laughs> He says, please, marketing folks, stop it. Sorry, we're we're going to start using it now. We're reimagining everything. Yeah, we're Illuminati. We're we're having so many ideas come into our heads. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait till all of the synonyms we're going to drop in the next press release. It's going to it's going to have your mind going bonkers. It is weird. It's like, where where else can they go? You know, it's like, how many more wine casts? How many more like finishes are there left to try that? haven't been done or haven't failed and i don't know it's like do we reach a peak like where there's just no new ideas you know it's kind of like tv shows and movies where it's just like the same (laughs) you have to do like you know like sherry part two you know just like a sequel to i don't know (laughs) extra this time with extra sherry that's right (laughs) no i don't maybe it's the point where we got to take our bourbon and turn it into atomizers and then you just have to drink the atomizer like you just got to get crazy or just put a webcam in it or send it to space <laughs> that's there we go how, how far can you take it yep all right well that's gonna do it for another edition of this week in bourbon i hope you enjoyed it i hope you're gonna come and check us out when we're promoting pursuit spirits and pursuit united across the country and of course, make sure you keep checking our Instagram, not only just for Bourbon Pursuit, but also Pursuit Spirits. You can go and you can try Pursuit United and one of the nine states we're distributed in. We got our ambassadors. They're always out doing tastings every single weekend. So make sure you check it and go get you some. And if you want something that you know is going to be good every single time and you don't have to chase trends, we're your team. So <laughs> there you go. That's your. That's the new tagline. No more adventure and bold flavors. It's the same great consistency we found the we did the adventure and we found it and we're gonna sit on it (laughs) 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 all right cheers everybody we'll see you next time toodles